Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. The Tobinator. Yes, that's as, what, I'm, what, what as you, I'm known in the uh, in the podcast world. Bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have you been up to this week, mate? Absolutely dross. No, I've um, been on duty... Mate, I had cricket real early on Saturday. Yeah, so you missed out on a few of the games. Missed out on most of the games, so didn't get to see much rugby, which is a bit unfortunate. But I know that you've watched pretty much all of them, so cheers, I have, bud. Yeah, I have, and, and uh, other big news, we've been kicked out of our studio. We have been, so if we sound a little bit tinny, <laughs> we're currently yeah, in a stairwell. in a stairwell <laughs> next to the emergency <laughs> call button. We are literally... <laughs> <laughs> this is village, isn't it? So village. If only people could see, are right by the fire extinction. We, we might fire have, exit. We might have to take a picture, actually. <laughs> anyway, um, we've got some messages from our supporters. We do. Yes, Damo. Oh, oh. Do you uh, want to do you the want, first one? No, you go. You I'll don't. do the first one, just yeah. because I love the first part. Okay. It says, "Hey, boys." <laughs> the boys. The boys. Damo. Your quiz questions on AB or adult entertainer entertainer <clears throat> had me snorting out loud. God, it wasn't that funny. It was Eric. Eric's <laughs> Eric's questions. I can't take any credit <laughs> for them, but thank you very he much. You did well. Uh, luckily working from home today, so no witnesses. I'm an ex Dunedin fella living in Melbourne, proud supporter of both the Landers and the Rebels. Oh, must be a hard, That's a t- hard well, old season. I suppose he can't, can't lose, can he? Well, he can lose. No, what I mean is he's going to make top eight. One of those two will make top eight. Yeah, but they, they consistently lose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of talk in Australia about how much of a boost to the sport having the World Cups here in 2027 and 29 will be. I'm not sure about that. Union is currently the fourth. Sorry, Union is currently the fourth sport behind Aussie Rules, huge NRL, huge, and soccer. Is that correct? Yeah, well, that's what I thought. I thought that. Um, what about you know, cricket? Well, yeah, I mean that's a summer sport, though, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a sport. Yes, but it's a summer sport. I think that's what he's alluding to. Right. Okay. Okay. Anyway. So soccer, I'm surprised by soccer. Yes. Soccer football. Soccer football. Uh, with a lot of ground to make up. So Union has a lot of ground to make up. I think it'll be seen as an event like the Olympics. So almost like a one Well, it is kind of a one-off though, isn't it? And then <clears throat> to coincide... Sorry. And then to... My eyes. To be co... And then to be coincided to history. Yeah with little ongoing benefits. 
I would like to hear your thoughts. Yeah, okay. So my thoughts on this, they're doing it very differently than last time. So they're taking significant games to different areas. Right. Whereas before it was all in... Main centres. The main centres. Now, I do agree. This is really a money-making system for Australia, uh, Rugby Australia. And the idea is that they're going to then put that money back into the grassroots rugby. Okay. So from that point of view, I think they've got a good starting point, which is they, they know they made some serious mistakes in the past yep. when they held the last World Cup, which was 2003. Yep. And they're looking to put those mistakes right. So good starting point. Will it be, will it make rugby more uh, widely known in Australia? I'm sure it will. Will it have a long lasting effect? Probably not, but financially it might, and then financially that more money might go into grassroots rugby, which will have a long, long last, longer-lasting yeah. benefits. Now, what is really interesting, or I think is interesting, which others probably disagree with me, including yourself, sir, is uh, I listened to The Breakdown, which was an Australian podcast about the Australian rugby. Okay. And one thing that I didn't know was that Aussie rules. Okay, what Aussie rules do, every time rugby starts to make a little bit of ground in a local area, the Aussie rules will go into the local councils and say, I tell you what we'll do, we'll put in you a 4G rugby pitch or we'll pay for a new whatever under the proviso that you are not allowed any other sport to play on it. So obviously the council's like, okay, brilliant, they're going to pay for this 4G surface, you know, yeah. all the things, and that means the rugby has some scrotty little grass Ground. area that's muddy and horrible. Wow. And the young kids go, well, what would I rather play on yeah. that or, or on that? Wow. So, you know, if you want to look so at they're it. they're almost undercutting the rugby union, aren't they? There? Correct. Correct. And actually, it's quite a smart ploy because if that's what if that's what grows your sport, yeah. maybe that's what Australia it. need to do is they need to invest their, their money into facilities mm. for the younger generation. And that's what needs to happen in England as well. You know, let's be honest, just if everyone had a 4G rugby pitch, oh, you'd be loving rugby life. would be played at schools as well. Yes. You know, so, yeah. Because we all know rugby's a horrible game in the middle of winter when it's wet and cold and miserable. Especially when you're a back. Yeah, and a young whippersnapper at that. A young rooster. Young, skinny. So I'm not boy. sure is the answer, but, I, I, you know, I think they've learned from their mistakes. And I'm hoping... That with bringing it to different parts of Australia, that reinvestment into the grassroots, hopefully you'd like to think they've learned and we'll get it a little bit better. Yes, will be interesting. Now, Toby, Damo, actually Damo and Toby. This is the wrong way around. There are a lot of absolutely disgusting slash beautiful haircuts in the comp haircuts in the competition. Of all the haircuts in the competition, which one would you choose for yourself? And which one would you choose for your podcast partner? Feel free to incorporate facial hair as well. That one guy from the Waratahs oh. has one hell of a cookie duster. Ah, <laughs> yes. I, that's who I was going to pick as well. What's okay, his so, name? So I've, I've, got, I've got him. Okay. I've got him on here. Okay, so I've actually taken pictures of the people that I think... Um, Where are they? I can't see them. No, no, don't worry. I, I, oh. I'm not. I, I'm not going to. Sh- I'm going to show you okay, now each good. one. Okay. So, these are. This is the first one. This is me. This is the guy. This is who you want. Yeah. This is the guy. I can't remember his name. Oh. Yeah. So that's the guy. That's <laughs> the Look cookie duster. Mus- mustache. Yeah. I want the hair. That's impressive. And I want the mustache. Yeah. Wow. And so he's a kiwi as well. Is he a kiwi? Yeah. Grew, on grew up in New Zealand. He's gone across. So very good. Okay, we both agree. He's actually not a bad player as well. We both agree. Seven. Who? What haircut would you choose for me? I would choose. Now you've you've told me to think about this, but then as soon as you told me, I forgot. <laughs> but uh, do you know who I'm going to choose? And I've I've actually got a picture here. Um, he is the um, Highlanders. Yeah. Back up. Half back, so you can just kind of oh, see. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. I'll see if I can zoom Massive in. mud flap. There we go. He's even winking at you. There, yeah, he He's is. Got a bit of that is truly <laughs> disgusting, isn't it? 
<laughs> okay, so oh, um, funny. I've got my first one. I've got two choices. The first one is what I would like you to have, um, which is, and I, I thought I had their names here. That was absolutely villager me. Not oh, for their names. I'm sorry, but look at the number eighteen <laughs> behind them. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Here, what's your reaction to this one? Oh, that's strong, isn't it? So that's this, this real is a strong. Proper ginger uh, Waratahs player from wow. the front row, a ginger beard. But that's Gin- not what's his name, ginger beard. <laughs> Hom- uh, Holmes, someone Holmes, Holmes. Harry Holmes, or take <laughs> me home, has a. But here we go. This is what I want you to have. Oh <laughs> God, that's sparse, isn't it? That is so, sparse. Uh, I've got someone as close to my hairline as I can <laughs> possibly find. <laughs> Which oh. is the uh, Crusader Reserve flanker? Todd Blackadder. No, Todd. What's his name? Blackadder. No, no, it's not Blackadder. Yeah, no, not that one. That's Christie, isn't it? Yeah, Tom but Christie. What's Blackadder's first name? Ethan. Ethan Blackadder's got a trim. Great mud flat. He's got a trim. Great I'm looking mud him up. So look Tom him Christie up. for you, because I want you to have the same pain as I have. Every time I look in the mirror, I'm trying to think about which way the wind's going to blow. Yeah. <laughs> Can I brush that over that little gap there? Yep. So there you go, mate. Hang on. Here we go. Here we go. Where Where am I looking? Where is it? Yeah, there's the mud flap that I want you to have. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I actually would take that. Yeah. It, it's take actually that, styled quite well, isn't it? It is. It is. Ethan Blackadders. Yes. Yeah. Barnet. Right, mate, we're off to the races. We're off. <laughs> we're actually off to the uh, Super Brew. Oh, we are. I almost forgot Come about the Super Brew. Come right, on. Right, are you ready? So, sir, where are we, mate? On the leaderboard. On the well, we've needed updated, don't we? No, let's not do it updated. Let's oh. leave it because we had a game this morning. We had a game this morning. Yeah, nothing. Not much has changed from there. Okay, nor taught by Toby. Now, who is that and why? Taught by Toby. Someone's changed their name, they trying have. to be a funny guy. Yes. Taught by Toby. I think it might be Telford. Teller. Telferson. Tello. Tello. It was Tello, wasn't anyway, it? Anyway, he's at the top. Yes, he is. He's done well. Big Ash, once again. The yep. Razzler. The, the Dazzler. Dazzler. Now, this is surprising. Because he's actually not doing that well. He's making a comeback. He is. He's making a comeback. Then it's the rib father. Yeah. And that's really about it. Yeah. Now I do. I do know actually that did did change around. I think that Wiglington, Willow's right up there yeah, now. Yeah, she's doing well. Uh, and taught by Toby got the full Kahuna burger. Got the the Grand Slam. The everything. Ten point five. He got eleven point eleven point five. He shot up nine places. He did. Now, on the bottom, Bradley John, Sam Wise, Phil, 69er. I mean, th- this is, listen, everyone. How, oh, yeah. You, do bottom, you know what I mean? Yeah, Look, we've yeah. got a few now, don't we? Phil, we've got a few. 69er. We've got a few. Bird 007. Now, fellas, but we are a respectable podcast. <laughs> and if you're putting names like that in Superbrew, we'll get rid of you. <laughs> Don't know whether we can. No, we can't. We can't afford to get rid of you. But we can. <laughs> the threat is there. Phil 69. I know. That's Come village. on, guys. Come on. Oh. We've got Damo 69, 69. Don't know what they're alluding to either, sir. No, it's just an odd number, isn't odd it? Odd number. At the top of the Super Brew standings, yes, we let's have go the top four, sir. Winter Milan. He's just going away with it at the moment, Jed. isn't he? Scrum Doctor. So those three are very close to each other, aren't they? They are. And then we've got Ben Affleck, who's in fourth. Who's behind him? Quite a few others. <laughs> Damo? Then we've got Damo 316. Yeah, come on. And then the OG Damo. The OG, yeah, the original Damo. And then at in the, the bottom. bottom. Coley, the poly is no longer in the bottom, but Big Ash has overtaken him. Kiwi Dave. You have got some work to do. He's coming late, to be fair. Uh, but yes, he's still last. Mate, that's it. I'm on none of them. I no, am again, you're, you're, in a, you're in no man's land. I am in the mix. I don't mind that. Yeah. 
Mate, it's time for... Breaking news. Where you can get everything you need. This week... Proudly sponsored by Super XV. Yeah, this week... <laughs> Zoom lenses for me. Was it? Zoom lenses, yeah. I always like always you. like a bit of extra length in my, in my lens. <laughs> <laughs> Went for a big one. Went oh, for the uh, oh. 55 to 250. Wow. Yeah, proper zoom. That yeah. sounds now, huge. Now, if anyone wants to know, on a, uh, an APSC camera, that's uh, the equivalent of 85 to a 450. Yeah, real good chat that, bud. Real good chat. <laughs> right. I've, First story, mate. I've lost my story because I had to try and find the really... Oh, here we go. Christian Wade. Oh, yeah. He's, on, he's back we've, on English soil. Talked, yeah, we've talked about Christian Wade before oh. going over to the Buffalo Bills. Oh, yes. In the uh, NFL, which we were quite excited about. But he never really took off, did he? Nothing really yeah. ever happened. He didn't really get a start or that much of a game. No, he um, he obviously did pretty well considering, you know, not well, playing. Ne- yeah, not playing yeah, at school but, or um, anything like that. But he didn't make the big times. Well, he did make the big times, but he didn't make the run-on team. I don't think he ever made the run-on team. He played like a preseason friendly. He spent three years with the Bills but despite scoring a touchdown in his first competitive touch of the football, injury, age, and lack of experience ultimately cost him. So He's back, and actually I, back. I believe that... Do you know who signed a, him? Oh, I was going to say, I, I believe there he's in talks, but who, who signed him? No, uh, I, I don't think he has been signed, but like you say, he was at the Wasps. Yep. Went away, he's come back now. So like you've said earlier, he is back on English soil. Um, but I do think he'll get snapped up pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, this the salary cap issue over here, which which means that guys like him that haven't been picked up might have to play for not a lot of money. Yes. Which is um, well, must be quite difficult for them coming back. Tail between what he was on. Tail between the legs a little bit as well. Yeah. You know, you haven't quite made it in the sport that you left the other sport for. Coming back for a bit of a payday. Quite embarrassing. But, um, yeah, good on him. Good, uh, Dwayne Vermarland also is someone who's flooding around and who can pick him up for a song would be would be one. Yeah, he's a good player too, good isn't he? Good player, yeah, experienced. Mate, what I've got here is um, Wallabity Fly Half O'Connor in doubt for England series and will miss the rest of Super Rugby specific. Specific? Pacific. I always get that wrong, <laughs> do. don't I? Um, do. great. Yeah, I mean, he's had a bit of a bad run this season already. He's getting a little bit older, isn't he? And when you come back from injuries, often you get another. And that seemingly, you know, you come back from a knee injury and then, you know, it's a ham hamstring. Annoying, you know, it's it? really, really tough. I think well, that people forget about that, that actually it's not the injury. It's that rehab that can't be... You know, you're putting so much force through these muscles and joints. Yeah. It's so hard to replicate that in your rehab. And when you come back, you're not never you're never going to be ready at the age of thirty or no, past thirty. It just takes a lot longer. Doesn't takes it? a lot longer. Yeah. yeah. So uh, a real shame because we have seen with the Reds, without them, they're half the team they are. And my question to you is, how do you think the Wallabies will go without them? Because they don't want to lose to England. I don't want them to lose to England. Neither do I, mate. Neither do I. Eddie Jones, you know, Eddie Jones coming back with England to Australia. He beat them last time. Can he beat them again? Who? He's got Lola Seo, who's and they could bring back Quade Cooper. But um, well, I mean, there there are others Lilia now. Fano? There are others. Christian Liliofano. He's yeah, no, he's, he's well. mate. He's, but he, he's done his dash, hasn't he? He's done he? his dash. Yeah. Matt Tamua, they could bring Tamua, him in. yeah. Although I was thinking... The young boy from Waratahs? Yeah, he's done yeah. really well as well, hasn't he? So Is that who you were going to say? I was going to say that, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they've got a little bit, but I, I think they will be calling. They'll be knocking on old um, Quay Cooper's door again and saying, can you come and, and um, bolster? Because I yeah. think they really need to start Lolaseo. They need to stick with him for the World Cup. Yeah. 
he's the he's the future. I agree. In my opinion, yeah, he just needs time. Yes, he Give does. Him a chance. Yeah, he does need time. He needs time in the saddle, doesn't he? Yeah. So I think they'll do okay. My big one is not having, um, not Karevi. Karevi? Or Kieran Drani? Kieran Drani, I think. Karevi. No, it's Karevi, oh, no, it's isn't Karevi, it? Yeah. yeah. Not having Karevi for England will be a big loss. Yes. If he's still tied up in Japan. I agree. But then you've also got the boy... Um, Uh, I was going to say Quinton Tapia, but he's um, he's Chiefs. I forgot who I'm talking. You're about. You're talking about Aussies, yes. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong; they've got some good good seniors. Yeah. There's yeah, no doubt better, about yeah. that. Like you've got Fakidi, you've got uh, Parise, not Parise. Oh, um, Parise's playing yeah. well. Do you know what I mean? You, you've got seniors to choose yeah, from, do, but yeah. but I think that massive ball carrier. I mean, you think Quay Cooper and him together. You know, that's Fire, pretty yeah. exciting. Or yeah, it is, a lot yeah. of CO and knowing you've got Karevi outside, you yeah. just to, I mean, because it's not, he's not even that, uh, it's not even that he's a really good ball carrier. He's actually just a really good player. Yes. You know, he break, makes a break and makes a pass. Yes. He makes the right decision. Yeah. So um, I, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing Aussie play when they've got their full, I think Aussie in the, the World Cup could be amazing. It'll be interesting to see how they go against England on home yeah. soil. Yes, um, off the back of a actually a pretty good Super Rugby season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you think about they've got a lot of depth think about in certain the, positions, don't they? If you think about the Brumbies doing really well, yeah. If you think about the Reds actually doing pretty well, the Waratahs making a massive comeback. Yeah, you know, from last year. To this year, it's chalk and cheese, isn't it? Yeah. I think where Australia actually are pretty strong is uh, front row. Got a very, very good front row to but choose from. Back row. I think their backs, you know, with with all the kind of additions that they can bring in. No, but also you think very, about their, very um, good. their and then loose forwards. Loose forwards aren't bad either, are they? You know, like Wright. Yeah. He's a good find. You got the bloke the, with Pete the, Samu. Good player. The bloke that you just showed me with all the awful. Facial here. He's a pretty yeah. good player. Harry Johnson Holmes. Harry Johnson Holmes. That his That's his name, yeah. Class. That's his name. Right, mate, uh, what's your next story? Nearly three years after his last appearance for the Wallabies, Adam Coleman has thrown his hat in for Tonga. Oh. Into the ring. So yeah, he it, I'm really like sorry, but it doesn't sound like a very Fijian or Tongan name. Sorry, it's a Tongan name. No. And Does he look no like he's from Tonga? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. He's now the there's tent. a little bit. Tan skin. <laughs> tan. He's been in the sun for long enough. Um, but yeah, and what I'm sort of alluding to with this is how many more are going to be available for the World available Cup? For the World Cup for the likes of Fiji, Tonga, Samoa, you know. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love it. <laughs> it's such a I good idea. I think Fiji, oh, I just think Fiji could be a real good, I'm not saying they're going to win the World Cup, but I think Fiji could be a real good, like... Spanner in the works Yeah, Spanner in the works is a great way. It just sort of... They de- could make the semis. No, they Damo, could make Damo, the semis. Damo, 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 do you know when I, I started say saying, oh, I think the Fiji Jura outside bet for the uh, top eight? Well, I was wrong there. <laughs> <And> <laughs> um, I will probably be wrong again, but I love the idea of Fiji what, doing well. It depends what pool they're in. Yeah. It does depend on nah, what pool they're in. it doesn't in. matter, mate. It doesn't matter because they, they're just a banana skin. That's what they are. They're a real banana skin. And I'm really sorry. I'm looking at their team. And other than 10... I'm thinking they've got an awesome team. They've got an awesome team. So maybe front row, they're a little bit creaky. But other than that, they are exceptionally talented. And now they've got good coaching. Put the two together, yeah, mate. they and, do have good coaching. And about three right. months build up to World Cup. Feed, wow. Well, mate, Fiji have a serious chance. I know. Do you know who's in their pool? Uh, it's like Wales. Wales, Australia, yeah. Georgia, 
Yeah. And then someone else. So they could I think they're they gonna beat I think they're pool, gonna beat you know. I think they're gonna beat Wales. Samoa are in with England, Japan and Argentina. No chance. Do you not think so? No chance. Samoa? No chance. Moana Pacifica? No, no chance, mate. You don't think? Nope. And you think Fiji have a chance? hundred percent. What's the difference? The Fiji Jura are better than Moana Pacifica. That's one thing. What Second, was the score in that game? Secondly, secondly, they've got a lot more players overseas playing. You're tr- you're right. Yeah. Um, so therefore, you look at the quality that they're bringing back in, plus their sevens boys. Yeah, but boys, then you've got like Charles Peertel. Plus Piertel. their sevens boys. Charles Peertel. The boys, he's Tongan. Samoa. He's Tongan. Isn't he? Yes, he is. Tongan. Okay, well, Tonga's going to be amazing. Tonga then. could be quite good, yeah. Tonga haven't even qualified yet. <laughs> Tonga might not even be in the World Cup. Mate, my next story. This was a really good one for me. Unsportsmanlike behaviour, controversial scenes as England and Argentina stall play. So in a sevens competition in Toulouse, uh, England and Argentina were playing and they both made it through to the next round. So the England player didn't put the ball down and the Argentinians didn't run across and make him put the ball down. Right. So they just stalled. Like there was like minutes of, of play just running down. I just thought, and it was weird. And secondly, it's just bad form, isn't so it? So they, they both made it through. They both They'd made both it already through. made it through by right. all accounts. So therefore, it was like, well, you know. We just won't play. We just won't play. And they both they sat there smart. and people quite, just watched smart, them just sort actually. of, you know, and everyone's going, we'll just put the ball down. You know, we're not going to chase you back. Just no. put the ball down. And then he was like, I'm not putting the ball down until someone gets here. To yeah. put I'm absolutely... So who Roger. do you think was in fault at fault? Oh, England, of yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just put the ball down, lads. Yeah. No, you're right, though. Because, you know, like Argentina could have gone across there yeah. and made him put the ball down. But he cho- he was choosing not to put the ball yeah. down. So I don't blame Argies. Why would you run back there and make him put the ball down? Just put the ball down. Funny. There you go, mate. Oh, there's laws about it, mate. I've got one Wasting more. Wasting time. I know we say, I know we say that there's only two stories. Oh, I don't like the title of this. I know, it's bad, isn't it? It is bad. Um, so this is just, I think, shocking. Convicted rapist allowed to play while serving sentence. This is in Fiji. Oh, so they're going to make the World Cup, are they? So this is not good um, because they've allowed a former Fijian Sevens player to take part in the Skipper Cup competition. He was jailed for eight years. Yeah, and he's still serving a sentence. So how does that work? He's obviously on home arrest. So he's out of jail. No, he'd be still serving. So, yeah. you know, it's just not good, is it? I he, have no, a funny feeling. He, he is serving his sentence yeah. at the Naboro yeah. Corrections Centre. So he's yeah. not even at home. He's in a centre. Right, and he's released. He's, released <laughs> he's on to day rugby. release. Right, mate. <laughs> uh, I know you're a rapist. <laughs> you're bloody disgusting. Uh, but we'll let you, uh, we'll send you off to the World Cup, eh, France? Happy with that? That's terrible, isn't it? Terrible. I mean, it wouldn't happen, unfortunately. Well, it I, shouldn't happen. No, but it wouldn't happen anywhere else. No. If it did, you'd think that people would come down like a sack of spuds. I really hope that they're going to get absolutely nailed for that. I have a funny feeling this particular person is like the son of someone important. And that may be the reason why. Not good, eh? Imagine imagine being the sevens coach. There are no excuses for that. Imagine being the sevens coach and being told that this guy's got to play. I can't believe that. I can't believe you've put this on the podcast. Terrible, isn't it? Terrible. Anyway, mate, we're off to the results. We are. Highlanders, you threw me up. You threw me under the bus, to be fair. Oh, they threw me under. In fact, it wasn't the Highlanders. It was Scott Gregory. And his band of merry men. <laughs> Scott Gregory. You know, oh, who, shall, we have, was it Morgan? Uh, shall we have Umanga Jensen, who's an absolute beast, or shall we have Scott Gregory? Oh, I believe Scott Gregory has done really well. <laughs> Scored a couple of tries. I, I, I mean, I was really salty about this. Because to be fair, he did score a good try. It's a good finish. It was. No, so I'm going to go back and I'm going to say, <laughs> what it was, I looked up the team sheets, right? 
And I was like, oh, the Waratahs look pretty good. And then I looked at the Highlanders and I thought, mm, the Highlanders look pretty good, but, you know, they're playing at home and I think the Waratahs might win. But because they're playing at home, I think it just swings it the Highlanders' way. Okay? So then I was rookie and I didn't wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning to watch <laughs> the game. And so I got up at a, a reasonable hour, turned on the TV, and I saw Scott Gregory starting at 12. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. What's happened? So there was an injury. So they had a number of number of illnesses and injuries. Right. So they had to change around the team completely. And then they started really well. And I thought, oh, Scott Gregory, you're not as bad as I thought you were. <laughs> no, he is. And to be fair, actually, I know we take the mick out of Scott Gregory, but most of it's because of his man bun. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. And the fact that he dropped about five balls in a row last season. Oh, God. But actually, he's played pretty well this year. Yeah, he has. But anyway, cut long story short, then uh, Sam Gilbert, red card, and he's off. That and they ruined, go on to lose. Game. And it ruined my Super Brew. Yeah. I would have had the Grand Slam extra two points. Same. And I would have been above Ben Affleck. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so, we, we, uh, which one was it? It was... Oh, here we go, yeah. So, the Reds playing Moana Pacifica... Yeah, I had it at twelve. Yeah, so they they won by twelve points, thirty four yeah. twenty two. Had it at twelve, and then just before the game, I was like, actually, I I think they're going to win by more. So I changed it to about twenty or whatever. Why did I change it? It would have been spot on. Would have been. What are the standings, sir? So the standings: Blues well ahead. Yeah. Crusaders and Brumbies on the same points. Just points difference then we've got the Chiefs Hurricanes Waratahs Reds Highlanders so the Highlanders are quite a way down then you've got Reds Waratahs and Hurricanes very close yeah I mean Chiefs are still there but if you look at it now in the quarters it's going to be Blues v Highlanders it's going to be Crusaders versus Reds Brumbies v Waratahs Chiefs v Hurricanes. Yeah. So, you know, that's pretty interesting, actually, because I would say probably the Brumbies would back themselves to beat the Waratahs, so that'll be semi for them. You'd arguably say that the Blues will beat the Highlanders. Yep. Um, let's hope that doesn't happen, but that'll be them through. I think the Reds will beat the Crusaders. The, the Reds and Crusaders, that's a tight. That's going to be a tight game. Uh, Crusaders um, at home, though. Crusaders at home, but yeah. it's funny. Do you know what? It's it's funny because the Crusaders have won nine, Brumbies have won ten, but they're on the same points. Mm. They've obviously just scored a lot more tries, haven't they? They have. Let's go over and have a look at the games in the Gallagher Premiership. I tell you what, look at that Bath. Well, Bath for one, having a win over London Irish, have done all right this year. But the big one for me is you look at Bristol v Exeter Chiefs. Yeah. 40 points to Bristol to 28 to Exeter Chiefs. So they had a real up and down season, both Bristol and Exeter. So the standings at the moment, we've got Leicester Tigers on top, Saracen second, Harlequins third, and Northampton Saints in fourth. But some good rugby, mate. Good rugby over the weekend in the Gallagher Premiership. So what caught your eye, big fella? Well, like I said, I I didn't actually watch... Any of the rugby. Because so of the cricket. Because of the cricket and other um, personal events. Um, so I can't really comment on that, but just what, just some of the results, really, that caught my eye were um, the Crusaders score. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't even um, reviewed this game, really, because right. uh, I thought it was going to be a little bit closer than it was. And I think it's one of those games where the juror just... Like they laid they, down they and got their, their final a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one other thing that did catch my eye: um, the Blues. Yeah, what now, a game! Now the Blues were behind. Yeah, for quite a lot of the game, um, and then a drop goal. Drop goal to win it. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I don't think the drop goal was to win it because they oh, already had not? a penalty. Oh, right. And it okay. was right in front of the stacks. Right. So they were going to win it anyway. But Bowden Barrett, yeah, kicking yeah. the drop goal. He also scored nice 
<clears throat> nice little try as well, didn't he? Mm. He did. I mean, he played really well, actually. I mean, what I've got on that game is a couple of things. So we've got the Blues versus the Brumbies. Hosking Satudu. Is he... Brilliant. He was really, really good. Roger, two of us, shit, real good. Bowden Barrett, real good. But even with all of that, the Brumbies should have won. Yeah, clash of the Titans there, it wasn't was. it? You know, they, was it they really... Weather-wise? Was it messy weather-wise? It wasn't the best game. I don't think the Blues really played particularly well, but the Brumbies really took it to them in the set piece. Good. Which we kind of know they're going to. Yes. But then the Brumbies, you know, look at their back line. That they, they don't really have a weakness. No. So it's a, it's a good game, and like like the Blues don't really have a huge weakness, do they? No, I mean they did have Bryce Heem, who did okay at thirteen, Rico not playing. But you know, I just thought that it was an interesting game. The Blues won when they weren't playing at their best, yeah, which is scary. Which is a bit scary, isn't it? But that would be the Blues of the mid two thousands, or like the early two thousands, when they were stacked with good players. And when they weren't necessarily playing that well, they were still winning. And yeah, we're seeing yeah. it this year, aren't we? We are, mate. You know, they've lost, what, they lost one game, did they? Yeah, they've lost one game, haven't they? I, it's going to be really interesting going into the, you know, that final when you haven't, I mean, it's a little bit like All Blacks. You know, for a long time, they were good enough but didn't win. Good yes. enough but didn't win. The Blues are blatantly good enough. Yes. But will they win the final? You know, that pressure of the final. Well, yeah. Will they beat the, beat the Highlanders? Will they fall at the first hurdle? You know, it could happen. Anything could happen. It could That's happen. why it's quite exciting. Uh, mate, what else I've got here is Quintapire. Chiefs versus Force. Three tries. Powerful runs. Yeah. But my question to you is... Where was he playing? 12. Right? So you've got Quintapire at 12. You've got Roger Tuvaska Sheik at 12. You've got Geordie Barrett at 12. You've got David Harvilli at 12. So we've got we've got all of these guys, but who do you think is going to start at 12 for the ABs? Well, because it's Fozzie, he'll probably pick someone else. Probably pick Scott Gregory. <laughs> um, he'll pick Geordie. I think he'll pick... But I want him to pick Roger. I, I think he's going to pick... Um, RTS. RTS, because of the pressure. But I think he, as you say, Geordie's his, his backup. Geordie's like his baby, isn't he? <laughs> Geordie is his baby. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But he loves Geordie, doesn't he? He does. He does. He loves the Barrett boys. So um, <clears throat> I think David Havili is solid. Yeah. Um, what about the other boy from Crusaders? Oh, Braden Eor. No, 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 not not Eor. He's thirteen. Um, <laughs> not the donkey. Mudflat. Yes. Yeah. Can't remember his right name. Mudflat right Matt. Yeah. Um, Goodhue. Goodhue. Jack Goodhue. You know he's there as well, but I, I, I think that he'll pick Geordie. And have David there, but that the thing is, is that we are <clears throat> now in that twelve thirteen role. We have depth, but we don't necessarily have two chosen people mm. who are going to be yin and yang for each other, chalk and cheese, which will be great because that's what you need in the midfield. Yeah, to sort of have that good connection. We don't know because he's just going to chop and change between loads of people and there's going to be no consistency. Well, that, that's what he's got to get his head around because yes. whatever he does, he has to... He can't just go, oh, yeah, we'll give him a run. We'll see how he gets on. Oh, yeah, we'll 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 start him on the bench and then we'll give someone else a run. Oh, we won't even put him in the starting lineup. It's A and B are starting all the time. C is on the bench. C can come on. But A and B need to start consistently and that was the problem with Lamape. They didn't give him a chance. They didn't give him consistency of play, which meant there was a lot of pressure on him when he did get a start or did come on. And that's not fair. 
I absolutely, absolutely agree with you. Um, you know, Lamarpe is someone that we really need. I just think that it's, it's a personalities, isn't it? That's obviously not what the All Blacks think they need. They don't think that they need a big ball carrier. They think they need, you know, two quick, small, good hands, good feet, midfield. No, because I, I'm, I'm going to say they're wrong. I agree, because a good platform in the midfield <clears throat> where we break through tackles, where we get over that advantage line, gives us a great platform to then use our wingers who are strong. <laughs> strong. You know, they are though. <laughs> we've got good wingers and we've got plenty of them. We always have. Yeah. We do. We, we have always had, you know, you, you. when was the last time we were scratching around for wingers or fullbacks? Exactly. Can't I mean, remember. Well, whenever we start Geordie Barrett. But seriously, like, when was the last time, you know, going right back to John Kerwin. Okay, John Kerwin, world-class winger. Um, Jonah Lomi then kind of goes and replaces him with Jeff Wilson. And then you go forward and you go, you know, there's just a Joe Rockathoko. Sivivatu. Yeah. Sivivatu. Ah, I mean, Jeepers. it just goes on yeah. and on and on and on. Now, sir, the other thing that caught my eye was Geordie Barrett on the weekend. Did he play well? was really good. Oh, Where was he playing? <laughs> He's playing at 12. Oh, he was really good, sir. He was really, really good. It's the first time I've seen him play and go, oh, oh. 10 and 12, my, Barrett boys. My name's Fozzie and I love Geordie. <laughs> that was pretty much. He had a banner. <laughs> go Geordie Barrett. <laughs> and, and the other thing that's, I, that I spotted was, you know, we spoke about the Aussie teams like strike runners, first phase, trying to score. Yeah. And we go, oh, New Zealand teams don't do that. Well, the Hurricanes did. They really were trying to score off first phase, not set up play on first phase. Right, okay. So, you know, like, from that point of view. And did you like that? Well, I just think, yes. I mean, that's that's, that's kind of like where we were. It's the good old days. It's the glory days, trying to score from every time you get the ball. Well, I remember when... <clears throat> I don't know if you when well when Rico Yuani first came onto the scene, and whenever we had a scrum or a line out inside the twenty two, it was almost, you know, sort of seventy eighty percent of the time it was a given that the All Blacks were going to score within two or three phases. Yeah, you know, most of the time it was a couple of outside balls and an inside ball to Rico, and you know, running against the the forwards, and he ran away with it and we've been trying to get a good platform to then make an easy try rather than actually let's get some pace on the ball let's get over the advantage line one two third phase score because the yeah, I think they're we're like, just going to be backtracking aren't they I can remember when I played I played in a Ranfurly Shield match against Canterbury and so we're going back some time because yeah. look at me, look baller. at me, right, <laughs> right, mighty baller. But back in those days, that was the first time. This is Robbie Dean's coaching Canterbury. Yeah, that was the first time I'd heard of the six phases. So they were looking to break down teams over six phases. Right. So they're looking to manipulate and then score on the sixth phase. And I think this is the All Blacks. You know, the All Blacks are looking to score not first, second, third, fourth. They're looking to score like fifth and sixth phase. They're looking to score from a turnover. They're looking to score. They've lost the ability to set up and try and score off first phase because their, their perception is it's too difficult. But also I think it depends on the area of the pitch. Yeah, But uh, my, my take on this is when else do you know who you're going to be up against? When else do you know? Yeah. This is their setup. This is our setup. So why don't we manipulate them now? Yeah. I just think they're 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 kind of you know it's a real weapon. Yes. Ireland do it well. They yes. they attack off first phase. You know. So so there you go. Um, my other one, mate. And this is the last one I've got. Was Izzy Falau is the Super Rugby try scoring record holder currently know, at sixty is. tries. Mm. TJ Perinara not far behind. I think he's fifty eight. Yeah, something like that. And Julian Savia's fifty seven. Right. How many matches did Israel Folau take to score oh, his 60 any. tries? Hardly any. What do you reckon? Oh, uh, 50? 
55? No, no, a lot more than that. Oh, right. 96. Oh, oh I was way off. You're way off. Still a great record, yes. right, isn't it? Um, what about TJ? Is he is he more or less? More, more. Uh, uh, two two hundred no hundred 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 forty five. Oh my god, you're right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, quick question. <laughs> hang on, hang on. <laughs> Was I spot on with that? Absolutely <laughs> spot on, mate. That was oh, very, very impressive wow. from you. Okay, I now, didn't actually know that. If you get this one right, I'll actually give you a prize. Okay. So let me just give you a correct for the last one. Thank you. How, what about Julian Savia? So he's slightly less. 128? Nah, 141. 141. So let's just say you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my point is... Did you write those down? Yeah, I've just written them down now. That's, oh, right. like, that's I why know. I was quite silent for quite a while. Oh. And you, you were dribbling on. Oh. Um, but think about how many tries he would have scored if he continued to play yeah. for one. I know. And think, I mean, 96 compared to 145 and 141. We're He's talking got 50 about. more games. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, three Julie, more seasons. Julian Savia in a like for like position. Yeah. Really, isn't I mean, I know it's yeah. fullback and wing. But still. But you know, and I know he Julian went overseas. So good, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, that just sort of really highlights just how good he was. Yeah, wasn't it? So yeah, that's what caught my eye over the weekend. Okay, it's time for listeners' questions. <laughs> we ever since we've moved out of the studio, we've kind oh of no, been a little bit lost the plot. Lost um, the plot. Feel a bit awkward out here. <laughs> feel a bit exposed. Well, that might just mean not wearing any pants. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. Wouldn't call us gentlemen. Who would you guys pick as an ultimate Barbarians 15? Thanks for the great pod. Jaybird007. I'm surprised we've picked him for our question. <sighs> Jaybird007. Great yep. question. Now, I've only done the backs. So. Yes. So we'll do the forwards next week. The ultimate. And let's be honest, who cares about the forwards? No, that's fine. Do you know what I mean? It's the barbarians. I don't necessarily Does the barbarians. The just bar get another bars. get another set of backs in the forwards for the barbarians. Oh, you've done well <laughs> with this, haven't you? Oh. So uh, what I've done here is I've gone for all our attack. Yes, you have. Okay. You really have. So at nine, we've got Oost van der Vestesen. Yeah, shout Rest in peace. Yes, all right. Very, very good player. Ten, Carlos the King Spencer. Yeah, now you could have gone, we could have gone for a lot of others. We could have done. But he is the Barbarians, isn't he? Finn Russell would have been another good one to yep. sort of stop. Quade Cooper. Good. Yeah, all time though, mate. But, all time. Yeah. Quade Cooper's right up there though. Yeah, that's I'd what I say mean. That. Yeah. At oh. 12. R.I.P. John Lomu. No, 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 that's at 11. Sorry. Oh. Oh, yeah, okay. Big, big, big build up <laughs> for the wingers. <laughs> John Lomu at 11. Yeah. At 12. Ma'anonu. Yeah, right there. Now, 13, I kind of wanted to go international flavour here. Yes, you have. I was going to go Will and Carling. Not. <laughs> I want Mike Tindall. Not. He couldn't pass off one side. Village. That is village. That yeah. is very village. So I'm we went surprised for, you've gone for Brian O'Driscoll. Who would have you gone for? Um, potentially, oh no, to be fair, no. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. I, I was going to say Manutuelangi, but then you've got like for like at 12, 13. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. At 14, yeah. this is the best well, this is your favourite man. This is my favourite player when I was growing up, Dave Campisi. He is a barbarian. This, all of these guys have barbarian blood. Oh, running through their v- v- veins. veins. Right, my question to you, sir. Yeah, looking forward to it. Why do we not like Geordie Barrett? Mud flat. Mud, don't mind him. Don't mind the mud flat. Six foot four. Shouldn't be playing in the backs. No, you're right. He's um, got chicken legs, that's why. He's the bad brother. Okay, as yes. well, you know, yep. Scott. Yeah. Tough, rough, yep. right. Bodie, Good. skillful. 
Good. Can't kick, but skillful. <laughs> Good. And then, like, Geordie's the ugly duckling uh, of the yeah, family, agree. isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. The one that's just tall and it's like, why why are you like that? Yeah. And then, he, then this is the real reason why. The real reason, yeah. The I real think. reason why is because when he used to play for the All Blacks originally, not anymore because he's actually quite good now, damn it, is he did some ridiculous things well, and lost us a game. It was that one <laughs> pass where it's like, oh, what? <laughs> What? So this was the quick line-out throw that went straight to the South African fullback, Vili LaRue, oh. and he went skipping through and score and lost us the game. Yeah. It was, it was almost as bad explosion. as Stephen Donald, right? Okay, so <gasps> Stephen Donald against Australia play. when well, we were... Curly if we, Beal? If we'd won, if we had won that game, we would have set the all-time record winning matches in a row. We've still wins. got that. Yeah, but only because we're drawing with someone else. Right, e- we're equal with, with England. England. That's village. That's isn't disgusting. It, it is. Uh, and no. he kicked the ball, and they drew because of it. Yes, they ran now, it back and scored. Luckily, Stephen Donald then Won went the white baiting fish, white bait fishing, <laughs> wore uh, a top that was way too small for him, came on and kicked the winning goal. Because if he hadn't have done that, no, he would have been banished, banished forever. But Beaver is a legend. Beaver. Right, so mate. maybe Geordie will become that legend. Mm, There's maybe. still a chance. Maybe. And I'm starting to like how he's playing as well. <laughs> My question to you is, why has rugby not really grown as a sport? I mean, the same teams play and win each year. So why has it not... Why is it not but growing? You could, why you could it not, say that about any sport. You could say that about the soccer football in this country. The top the, the top two teams are always winning at the moment. Yeah, my point is, though, is, you know, okay, so you've got New Zealand, mm-hmm. you've got Australia, yeah. you've got South Africa. Mm-hmm. Really, those are the three in the Southern Hemisphere. And then you've got Six Nations. I mean, I know there's Argentina and yada, 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 but... That, that, that hasn't changed in all the time that I've been supporting uh, supporting England. Oh, my goodness. Yuck. Um, and all the time I've been supporting rugby, it's been pretty much the same teams. You know, Italy joined the, joined the, the Five Nations and have been dross. Yes. Argentina have got a bit better, but they've never really done anything in the no. rugby championship. You know, Japan had a good World Cup, but, you know, Canada, we're doing okay now. They, you don't even hear about no. them playing. Aust- um, America, they have all the players in the world. Better. Still are They're getting there. better. So my point is, It's the is, second year of why? the MLS. ML- why? Ah. Why has it not grown? Well, you could say that about football too. Germany. Football has grown. You've got... Football has grown. Football's growing globally, but not yeah. with the international teams. You've still only got a, f- a handful of teams Greece, that could win a Greece, World Cup. Greece won the Euros. It's not a World Cup. It's the Euros, mate. Major trophy. It's not a World Cup. It's the Euros. So it's a big trophy. Yeah, yeah. but there's more, there's more football but has teams. Grown, has grown globally. There's more football teams than there are rugby teams. Yeah. Why and has it not grown? Because funding... Um, the culture of the sport at a young age. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it has grown in sevens. You look at sevens. Rugby the, rugby has grown. You look at sevens. Sevens, you know, um, Japan have beaten New Zealand. Um, Argentina have, have put out teams. Scotland's brought out. They've won. Uh, Canada's won at times. Um, Kenya. So sevens rugby's grown. Yes, but sevens rugby is, in a way, easier than fifteens. You don't have to have eight other people. You only need seven people. Yeah, and, and let's be honest to say, it's not played by the junior. And it, but ranks it's also either. It's, so it's only, it's only like the showcase. It's is a growing. different game. Yeah, you don't need a ver- a huge variety of players like you do in the fifteens match. Mm. Yeah, it's something to ponder, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it's old boys' network. I reckon. You, you, you know, you always blame the old boys. England, France, they don't want other players to come in. They don't want a Fiji doing no. really well. They, no, because it's then not they their lose. best interest, is no, it? No, of course it's not. 
And that's the problem. That, yeah. World rugby. Is stuck are, in a hole. World rugby are held to a wall against countries. And they don't want it to grow. The honest truth. Right, mate. Let's finish off the show show. Now, I've come up with some questions for you. Um, Eric has done some more questions, okay. which we'll do at a later date. So Fine. thank you, Eric, for that. But I've come up with some questions for you because the big question on my mind, sir, is who's going to be the number eight for the All Blacks? Who's going to be the number eight for Australia? Now, I'm going to give you four players. Okay. Let's say we've got Hosking Satutu and Ardi Savia. Now, I've also got the stats for others. I've got the stats for Peter Gus, but those are the two we're going to have for, for New Zealand. Okay. Because I think that's what it's looking like at the moment. Yes. Okay. For Australia, we have got Pete Samu. Yep. And we've got Harry Wilson. Okay. Who's the uh, Queensland. Who, yes. So both of them have played for Australia. And my question is, who do you think has the best stats in a certain thing? Okay. okay? So... We're going to just compare Hosking and Artie for a start. Okay. So we're looking for average gain line um, carry. Okay. Who do you think per carry has the better gain line success rate? Is it Hosking's or is it Artie? Hosking's the two two. Yeah, 100%? Yeah. Okay. You're wrong. Hoskins to do 2.4 metres per carry, Artie Sevilla. 2.9 metres per carry. Right, okay. So impressive, isn't it? What about Pete Samu versus Harry Wilson? Pete Samu. You think Pete Samu? Yeah. You're right. Now, what might interest you is 3.2 metres per carry, Pete Samu. Wow. And 2.1 for Harry Wilson. Still both in, like impressive, but a metre more. Yeah. Now, I want to just bring into this conversation another player on the weekend that caught my eye, which was Will Harris, who was the TARS number eight. Oh, yeah. He's an Adonis. 2.7 metres per Wow. Game. So he's impressive as well. Right, okay. What about tackle success? Number eight, big thing is tackle success. Who has the best tackle success out of Hoskins or Artie Sevilla? Artie Sevilla. I just need to check. Correct. 94% versus 90%. Both pretty good. Yep. Okay, what about Pete Samu versus Harry Wilson? Harry Wilson. Pete Samu, 92% versus 88%. Right, okay. Now, Peter Gus on this is 2.3 metres carry and 90%. So he's actually not had as good a season as I thought. And maybe that's the back end now. I got all excited. He started fast, didn't he? Started really fast. I think I pressed a button here. I'm not sure which button I pressed down (laughs) here. But anyway, uh, hopefully nothing's happened. (laughs) Um, Still recording. Okay, um, last question. Penalties conceded. Penalties conceded. So we do not want players who are always getting penalised. Correct. Hosking Satutu or Adi Savia for the better? Satutu. Satutu. As in, hang on, as in he's more penalised? Yes, he's been penalised more. Correct, nine versus five. Right, okay. What about Pete Samu versus Harry Wilson? Pete Samu's been penalised more. Well, it's kind of like both. Because it's a draw. Oh, so I'm right. So you're right. You're right. (laughs) Just shows there, Peter Gus, not quite as good as I thought. But the one to really look out for is Will Harris. Yeah. Who is on stats. Good. Really tracking really, really, really nicely. How old is he, do you know? Young gun. Young. Young pup. It's good for Australia, isn't it? Yeah. Really good. Really, really, really good. Right, mate. That's the show. This is that is that is. We forgot to plug ourselves at the start. Oh, we did. Your one job. Um, like, share, subscribe. Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. Um, five star review, and emails. 
all about those emails. All about. We had quite a few. It was really did nice. We? Excellent. Quite Thanks well, for I only did, sending I, me one. I did forward them all on, man. You sent me one. I thought, go and have a look. I forwarded them all on. One. All on. Anyway, until next week. Yep. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.